back to Copy Homes and Loans. Um, this episode is going to be kind of special. We're going to go over credit scores and why you want one. So Carolina, our first topic we're going to, going to go over is low credit utilization. And um, what it's saying is it should be under 30% always, but um, 0 to 10 is better. So let's go into the details of that. Yeah, that's a great question. So. The reason that you would want a good credit score is because you are going to get um, a better opportunity to get a better interest rates when you get a mortgage. Your uh, car insurance is most likely going to be a little bit lower because they look at your credit history. And if you're renting a place, they're going, your landlord is going to run your, um, your credit. And if you have a great credit score, a great on-time payment history, you're gonna to go to the top of the list of the person that could get that house, apartment, or whatever that property is. So when we're talking about credit utilization, if we take it one step back, is how are the credit bureaus, um, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, how are they breaking down how to give you a good credit yeah. score? So I'm looking at my notes because I wrote them here. So they look at, 30% is the amount of debt, and that comes down to the credit utilization. Okay. So from your credit history and your credit report, 30% is a third of what, um, of what the credit bureaus are looking at. So you wanna make sure that if you have a credit line that is $1,000, you are only using $300 on an ongoing basis when the monthly payment is due. So keep it at 30%. That is a good rule of thumb, and if you can do that, that would be great. But when you're able to keep the amount owed on the credit card at zero to 10% is better, it gives you like extra points on mm -hmm. that credit score. So um, so if you use your credit card ongoing for all your purchases, like a Costco credit card is the one that my husband loves to use to get his points and his cash back at the end of the year, He'll use it for everything, and then at the end, when it's due, he pays it in full. So that's keeping, um, even though it could look like it's maxed, by the time the credit card is due, the balance is always at zero. Gotcha. So when the credit card company reports it to the credit bureaus, it's a zero percent balance. So it's showing on-time payment history, that there's not ongoing balance, but active and healthy credit utilization. So that's um, one of the points that they look at. Um, so that's 30% is amount of debt, and then 15% is gonna be the length of credit history. Um, they're gonna look and see how long you have had that car active. Yeah. 10% is a mix of the type of credit that you have, whether you have um, a car loan, a house loan, a student debt loan, um, and a credit card, which is revolving credit. And then, 10% is how much new credit you can get. Mm -hmm. uh, like if you go buy something, uh, if the credit card company is gonna throw you right in the, in the spot, yeah. that ability. And 35% are on-time payments. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, now that we know about that, let's go on to our second point, which is authorized credit. So why is that a good uh, move and what is that all about? Yeah, so if we look at the second part uh, or another um, part of the uh, of the little pie, yeah, 50% <laughs> is um, length of credit. So when you're young and you haven't established credit yet, if you have someone that you can ask them to add you as an authorized user in an account that they already been working on, making on-time payments, they have it has been active and is constantly um, being paid on time, 
then you can ask them to add you onto that, uh, onto that account as an authorized user. You don't necessarily need to use the card, but their on-time payments and credit history copy onto your credit report. So it gives you a boost. It does. It doesn't necessarily create your, um, it doesn't copy yeah. <laughs> the credit history, but it gives you a boost on your credit. Um, and you obviously you want to make sure that it's a person that you trust, yes. that it's not going to be late on their payments because if they're late on their payments, now you are late on their Correct. payments. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it also helps you out because in essence, say, you know, you're on with your dad or your mom or your aunt or your uncle or your sister, whoever, um, say they pay off their credit card and then you're paying them. So that also helps too, because every time that credit card's going back to zero and is in that zero to 15%, like you were talking about how your husband mm -hmm. goes to Costco and pays it down. So every yeah. time it reports, it's zero. So it also helps because it's basically like you're sharing a credit card and then you guys both gain those benefits, which is awesome. Exactly. Yeah. So it gives a really nice boost and, um, and, and the credit bureaus are looking at the uh the longest standing that the yeah. credit card has had and also that um they've been making on-time payments yes exactly all right so why don't you want to close a credit line that you're using yeah so if you have a credit card that you haven't been using i always go back to uh one that we had for like um the sales jewelry store and the <laughs> sears we don't normally go there to shop but we have had it for such a long time that that credit history is um it it just shows nicely on your credit report that you have established credit with a certain credit limit. So what you wanna do is not necessarily close those accounts, but keep them active. So if you wanna go get, uh, buy gas for your car, buy groceries once every four months in a credit card, just to keep it active, that will keep that history on your credit report, which in turn will give you a higher credit score. Now, if it's a credit card um, that, like an American Express or a, um, or, or, a, or a credit card that has a special membership that you have to pay um, every year, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily want to keep paying that if you're not using the card. Yeah. So you can ask them to downgrade you to the free version. And again, just use it whenever you go get something here now and then, just keep it active so you can keep that, um, that history in your credit. Gotcha, rather than closing it and losing all of exactly, that. Exactly, because you yeah. lose it the moment Yeah, and why not get benefits from what you've already done? Yep. You already paid, spent all that money at sales. And yeah. Sales, so you <laughs> might as well benefit. Right. <laughs> all right, so on-time payments. How can mm -hmm. on-time payments benefit or late payments reflect badly? Yeah, so the big, uh, the pie, again, 35%, the biggest part of the pie um, is on-time payments, making sure that you are a responsible on-time payer. So making on-time payments is the most important thing because it's gonna show the credit bureaus that you uh, can pay your bills on time. And if you can pay them on time, it's most likely because you make enough income to continue paying them on time. So it just shows um, a healthy financial situation. Um, when you make a late payment, they will stay on your credit history for many, many years. Sometimes it's even more than seven or 10 years. It would always say, um, oh, and when we run credit reports, it just shows us a late 30-day payment, yeah. late 60-day payments, and it just completely drops your score. Absolutely, and you know what? I always picture this um, as like a child. So like when they're like, mom, can I go to the park? Can I go play with my friends? And she's like, did you do your chores this week? I don't know how much of that week did, did you do your dishes every night? And when mom wakes up in the morning, is she happy or did you not do them? So you know, that 
chart goes into that. Like, if you make a late payment, I'm sorry, you can't buy the house. Like, yeah. did you do your dishes every night? You make a late payment? <laughs> I like you your buy the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is the reasonableness when you have a number of credit cards? Because you know, I know some people have one, some people have three, some people have 10. Right. So when you, you don't want to apply for a bunch of credit cards because then it, it's not showing that you are a responsible um, credit user, for example, because you may be borrowing from one credit card to pay another credit card. So you're never paying it with your actual money and just getting yourself into more debt. And the credit bureaus can see that, which in turn will reflect on your credit score. Yeah. So you should only have as many credit cards as you can handle. And ideally, you'll keep the ones that have the longer credit history because that's what helping your credit score. And I, a credit card is money you don't have. Yeah. Right. So you don't want to start living out of credit cards and then um, not know how to pay them, get a really big balance. It all drops your credit score. So just be reasonable. What can you actually afford? You can mm -hmm. do um, a monthly budget, and if you are always. Um, like the main expenses, you can pay your phone bill in a credit card and then just pay it at the end of every month, have it on direct deposit so the full balance is done. So you are creating the credit history, perhaps you're getting cash back and you are staying on top of all your bills, you know? And yeah. so you just wanna be, again, reasonable with the whatever you can afford. If you are bad at, <laughs> um, at paying credit cards and then you should try to avoid them. Yeah, yeah. stay away <laughs> for emergencies yeah. only and keep the balance low. Exactly, just to stay away. <laughs> there are other ways um, that some of our credit repair company partners know how to, you can report your phone bill or your utility bills that you are always paying anyway to your credit report. It doesn't give you the highest credit boost, but at least it will maintain an ongoing credit on your report so you can apply for larger credit lines when you need them, if you're bad with credit cards. But yeah. if you can you can handle it, then just have a few. Yeah. You know, like we always talk about, I have my Apple credit card, yeah. my Nordstrom's credit card, and the Costco one. We, but we essentially, that's the only places that you're spending money. So when mm -hmm. you know you have the money, you just don't need a debit card, you use the credit card, you pay it off at the end yep. of the month, and then essentially you're using your own money, you're getting cash back on all of those things. Mm -hmm. And you're getting you're giving yourself a little discount and a break and yeah. you get to watch your credit rise which is super exhilarating yeah i love the um uh the american express credit card because of all the rewards that you get like we right now have like 200 dollars worth of cheese oh man so we'll be going we're going there, there tonight <laughs> yeah so i and that's what i use them because i know they're gonna get paid in full at the end of every exactly. month and i just like the rewards it's nice to get those freebies for sure, who doesn't like a free present to yourself? Yeah, so on the website, we'll put the little pie, the chart, yeah. um, some resources um, about um, healthy credit lines, um, contact information for this amazing financial coach that we met in Correct. case you are already in debt and you just wanna get back on track. Yeah. Um, there are resources and things that you can do. Exactly, so thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions or you have a topic you'd like us to cover, leave it in the comments below and make sure you like and subscribe because that really helps us out. Thank you, bye.